This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, ladies. I'd like for us to talk today a little bit about Miriam, the sister of Moses. Very few of us today have really been through a lot of adversity, such as many of those characters of the Old Testament went through, and even our brothers and sisters in Christ of the New Testament. As a matter of fact, we live in a day and time that's really rather easy when we think back to our ancestors and those who lived hundreds of years and even thousands before us. Modern conveniences make our lives so much easier, don't they? Until we no longer have them. There are multiple people throughout the world who still do not have the blessings that we have here. They go to rivers of water nearby to bathe in and cleanse their clothing. Some are actually so poor that they just don't even have homes. They build lean-tos. We can see them all over the cities right here in our own countries. It's really pretty sad when you think about it, and I know life can be extremely unkind and unfair, unequitable, and it's hard for many. Maybe it's because of circumstances beyond their control. And maybe they brought it upon themselves just a little bit, too. I understand that. But when we look back in our Bibles to the Old Testament and we see women who fought for their children, for their very lives sometimes, I think, yes, I, we can say that we have a pretty easy life today compared to them. Such was not the case with Miriam. Miriam had a pretty tough life. We first see Miriam as a young child herself. When Pharaoh told all the midwives to kill all of the Hebrew baby boys that were born, but to save the daughters, because he was fearful the Israelites had grown so large in number that they might overpower Egypt at some point, Miriam's mother, Jochebed, had delivered a sweet baby boy, and she hid him for three months. When she couldn't hide him in her home any longer, she took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and pitch and put the child therein, and she laid it in the flags by the river's brink. Exodus 2 and 3. You can understand why she would do that. By the age of three months, a baby starts getting a lot noisier, and it would be known to all that there was a baby in the house, a boy baby, and he shouldn't have been. So as we continue to read through those verses in Exodus, <clears throat> excuse me, we see Moses' sister Miriam standing afar off, watching to see what would happen to her new baby brother. Can you even imagine how she must have felt, having her sweet baby brother taken from her home, and then to have to stand there and watch, see his very life, wondering what would happen next? Would he drown? Would someone come and grab him and try to harm him? But God was with Moses. And when we see Pharaoh's daughter coming down to the river to wash herself at the river and see that little ark, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she saw the child, she had compassion on him, and she said, This is one of the Hebrew children. Exodus 2.6 As Miriam watched this, she bravely stepped forward and asked Pharaoh's daughter if she would like for her to go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for her. So Miriam went and called for her mother to do so, and the child grew and became 
the son of Pharaoh's daughter, and she named him Moses, Exodus 2 and 10. This certainly is not a lifestyle that any of us have ever had, nor would we want it for our daughter or son. His life was surely endangered, and approaching Pharaoh's daughter so badly, boldly, excuse me, could have <clears throat> resulted in severe punishment for her. But God had a plan for Moses and Miriam as well. After being raised in the royal palace with the best of everything available at his disposal, Moses never forgot the teaching of his mother during those precious few years that she had him. She took full advantage of teaching him of God and of his people, a chosen people, to serve, to serve God Almighty. And one day when Moses saw an Egyptian taskmaster unmercifully beating one of his brethren, he slew that taskmaster and a couple of days later had to flee for fear he would surely have been put to death. He had been found out by some of his own. Miriam played a vital role in the development of this great leader, Moses. She was actually a kind of type of helpmeet for him through the beginning years of his life, and as we read through the Bible, we see her being a strong, resilient woman of God who was unafraid to be what I would often call a leader of ladies. She was not without her frailties of the flesh any more than we are. And sometimes she overstepped her role, if you will, and attempted to assume a position equal to her brother Moses and her brother Aaron. But the lessons that we can glean from her are quite visible as we read through the scriptures. She was instrumental in helping to deliver God's people. <clears throat> Excuse me. She was bold and strong, literally a national figure, and one that we can look to today and see the strengths and weaknesses of character that will help us better serve our God. In all those dark circumstances under which Miriam lived, she was blessed by God with faithful parents, and we can read this in Hebrews 11.23. By faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents, because they saw he was a proper child, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. Miriam's parents had faith in God. That helped to produce a godly faith in their children. Because of that faith that God was able to see in them, they were able to handle adversity when it came their way. They weren't always perfect. None of us are. But that did not stop them from trying to be all that God would have them to be. We should all desire to have the boldness, the faith in God, the compassion, and the tenacity demonstrated by Miriam, coupled with the ability to keep ourselves within the confines of the role that God has blessed us with as women of God. I am thankful that we live in a world today to where our lives are much easier, but for us to take advantage of that situation is very important. We need to make sure that with all of the blessings God has bestowed upon us today, and the open doors that he's presented for each and every one of us as Christians to take the gospel to others, to help win souls for Christ, that we will follow that pathway and do the best that we can to bring others to the Lord with strength and boldness and confidence, just as Miriam did. I thank you for listening. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org.
You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.